Today on the News and Why It Matters, uh, Ilan Omar did not marry her brother. Definitely did not marry her brother. Oh, or did she? Uh, and also calls for Kavanaugh's impeachment and the buried lead of that entire story. Got a lot coming up. You don't want to miss it. Starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stubergear, yes. Mr. Stubergear. Yes, it is my last who, show before vacation. That's what I was going to say. You're leaving us mm-hmm. after today. Mm-hmm. Just I randomly am. dipping out after going out. Tuesday. I'm not, I'm not uh, they're not excused absences. <laughs> I'm just going on vacation. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and say I have they a sore are, throat. They are very unexcused. I'm just leaving. We're not happy about it. <laughs> okay. And we've got conservative commentator Grant Stenchfield. Thank you so much for being with it's us again. To be here, it's always, always a pleasure. And Aaron Colon from TheBlaze.com, my favorite reporter. Well, thank you. Oh, I just said that out loud. He's Sorry, mid- everyone else. Sorry, You're mid- guys. You're sort of <laughs> middle of the pack for me. Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> Got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, American <laughs> Financing, who I always like to say is smart enough not to do business with Stu. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, their new slogan, apparently. Uh, yes, it's no. Really I, taking off, I hear. I you know getting what? them all the I business. I will be doing business with American Financing at some point. Don't That's wait. them right now. Oh, <laughs> wait <a minute. laughs> wow. Hello, American right on, Financing. Right on target. I mean, just a live show. It's That's my vacation alarm. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> no. That's it. He's out. <laughs> but seriously, American Financing. If you've got a refi, a home loan. Whatever the case may be, uh, American Financing is your go-to. They've got uh, salary-based professionals. They're not commission-based, which is kind of a big deal when it's just the biggest investment you're ever going to make in your life. And uh, you've got some other people who are commission-based who are just like, what's going to get me the biggest kickback from uh, the bank? That's what I want to do. Yeah, you don't want that. You want to go to American Financing. Uh, They're going to walk you through every single step of the way. They're never going to make you feel stupid, right? Can I? Uh, yes, they will not make you feel stupid. Like okay. if you set your alarm in the middle of a live TV show. <laughs> they won't, Even they if won't you make are you stupid, like they won't make right. you feel stupid. <laughs> you can go to uh, AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. Um, Stu, before we start, are, do, you have, do you need to call anyone back? Are you good? Do you? I'm going to keep this on. And when you say something wrong, I'm going to buzz you. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, like that. I don't like that. Uh, so, Ilan Omar, mm-hmm. uh, I know Glenn did a chalkboard on this whole Ilan Omar marriage thing because, you know, for someone who claims to be a Muslim, she's real lax on this whole, like, <laughs> Look, relationship marriage thing. I'm really following the rules all that much, <laughs> I've noticed. Um, you know, I would encourage people to go to YouTube. Um, maybe after this particular program and check out. Yeah, don't Sur- go right now. Yeah. Finish watching our show <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I know I tweeted it today. I think the Blaze tweeted it. Glenn tweeted it. It's the the Elon Omar special we did about a month ago or so. Um, and if you go to YouTube and search Glenn Beck Elon Omar special, you'll, it'll come up. Um, and it's about an hour, and it goes through this entire thing. What's interesting about it is. It is so freaking complicated <laughs> that, like, you have to watch it in a visual. It has to be visual. Yeah. You have to see it on the chalkboard and mm-hmm. see all the relationships. Because um, I know, even following it on radio while I'm sitting in the room watching Glenn tell it, I think it's really difficult. And that's the only thing I think assisting Ilan Omar in this. Yes. You know, it's, it's helping her kind of avoid it because it's such a weird story. And this is one of those things where, like, the news, I don't understand at all. Like, I have no idea. Um, she did have this tweet 
where she uh, mentioned, uh, and this is from 2013, I think Caleb Hall found this, mm-hmm. uh, and she says, happy Father's Day to my, uh, th- that thing, Nur Saeed. <laughs> I am father, forever, yeah. gateful, uh, forever uh, grateful to, uh, to Allah for giving me the best father. Uh, and then it gets cut off. And so what happens here is she posts this on Instagram mm-hmm. and it cross-posts to Twitter. She had already deleted the Instagram post. She, she's covered her tracks multiple times on this situation. So the news is incredibly confusing. The why it matters, though, is, is, is pretty serious here because, number one, it does appear that she's committed multiple crimes. Obviously, we have a justice system that should be sorting these things out and a media to chase after it. Well, and let's, let me just interject for a second. So this is the man, the man that she named in this tweet would be the man that would connect her to marrying her brother, which is what Glenn's chalkboard was about. Yes, Mm-hmm. Okay. Fully confident. So the ma- if I have it right, the man she named in the tweet, who she said is, is the father, mm-hmm. her husband had the same name as Correct. the father. Correct. Well, so, her, her second, hu- the uh, other husband. Yeah, so it's like to oversimplify things, because I was a radio guy for a yes. long time, we love to oversimplify things. Yes. It's an oversimplified Please, please do that. It purpose. was a husband. It doesn't matter whether it's the first one or the second one. Right, You're marrying right. your brother, for crying out loud, right? Yes. So, so you've got that connection, but then there's another uh, deal where apparently she lied under oath that she didn't know the names of any of her family members and that she didn't know yeah. any of this was connected, where clearly then years later she has a tweet saying the name of her family members, which all leads to be she's covering something up. Yeah, and we know there's tax fraud. There's all sorts of problems Mm -hmm. uh, related to this. And the number one piece of evidence as to why it's bad is every single time someone finds one of these, she immediately deletes them. (laughs) Why on earth is she deleting that? It's an innocuous post about her father. Mm -hmm. It means that it shouldn't scare anybody, but to her it does because she knows she's covering. I mean, she's blatantly covering something at this point. (laughs) And at some point, maybe we get to the bottom of it. What's important here is obviously there's a legal, yeah. you know, reason why you know people should we should know what's going on here. Um, but more than that, like this is politically, I think, important because she is a prime example. She's in the squad. She's one of the most famous people in America. All of a sudden, and if this embarrassment occurs and she winds up her career sort of blowing up and and, and going down in flames. This is a real hit on the justice Democrats, mm-hmm. and that's why I think this is important. The Democrats, the normal average Democrats, are getting all these socialists coming in and running under this justice Democrats banner, and it's the justice Democrats banner to vet these candidates. And if they let someone into office and, and now has been elevated to this huge uh, high level and did not vet them enough to know really what their name was is really what we're talking about, not to mention that she committed multiple crimes potentially, this could really hurt that group in their standing among the Democrats. And that's a good thing for the country because uh, these are socialist candidates we're talking about. So, so not that it matters to most Democratic voters, but it goes to credibility as well. So here she is, and, and she's talking about all of these things that she believes in, yet the one word I use for almost every Democrat out there is hypocrite. Mm-hmm. And this proves again that she is one giant monstrous hypocrite. So everything she says and everything the news media props up as her saying is truth, you better take it as a grain of salt because she's proven that one, she lies, mm-hmm. two, she says things that, that whether she believes in them or not usually turn out to be false, and three, she married a brother. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Do we think her constituents care? I mean, this is something that you wonder, is it going to matter when re-election comes up? Or if they do care, 
are there, is there going to be an alternative for her, for them to vote for? Is there any political penalty for her to keep this secrecy up? Because it seems like she's just willing to just not say anything, delete a few tweets. She's being covered by the media because they're not really digging into this. Mm-hmm. And so what is the downside for her? It doesn't seem like she's being punished for being secretive. It doesn't feel like she's being punished for all this smoke that looks like something's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, can you imagine if you, know, you take some Republican and they were tweeting about a friend in the oil business a few years ago, it would be on the front page of the New York Times. Can you imagine if Roy Moore had a tweet about how hot that 14-year-old looked over there at the mall. None of these things would be overlooked. <laughs> like This is a scandal that's been ongoing for a long time. A new one comes out, and the media does nothing about it. And I will say, like the only real media source that's, do- that's been able to jump into this at all is the Minneapolis Star mm-hmm. Tribune. And what's fascinating... A right-wing, yeah, an alt-right conspiracy theory newspaper. To be fair, they actually have asked real questions about this. But amazingly, unlike every other situation in modern politics... For some reason, she's not required to answer them. They just kind of say, we asked her and she didn't answer. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Why don't you have a reporter staked out in front of her house every single day until she answers you? I hope eventually we get there. As these things add up, it, we will get closer, I hope. Um, you know, hopefully conservative media can fuel this a little bit as well. But it's, it's been limited so far. To Aaron's point, I think her Uber supporters are not going to really care about, about this. But I think we have to worry about that huge group that is somewhere in the middle. They're uninformed voters or they're watching the news unfold. They don't know how. This takes away credibility from what the news media props up as the people that you should be believing. Mm -hmm. So that group of people, I think, will start to question, as more and more of this stuff comes out, will start to question the credibility of Ilan Omar and her whole crew. I just wonder if the awareness is there. Do people on a wide scale know about this in the details? Because it is a confusing and complicated so. yeah. story. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. really getting out there. The, and I've heard it 20 uh, times. I still don't understand it. Well, right. And as you said, that is to her credit. I think that if she doesn't go down for this, that will be the reason, right? Is that yeah. because the American public is like, we don't have the time to spend trying to figure out the flow chart of how yeah. all of her relationships work. I think that's at least part of it. I think the media protection is a big yeah, part of it as well. Yeah. I mean, but the the thing here is like, if Ilhan Omar, if this really does blow up and the media looks into it and they find out this is a real scandal here, she, and let's say she steps down, there's going to be another terrible Democrat that replaces her in that district. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a story about that. It's a story about, I mean, here's a person who has become one of the three or four faces of the Democratic Party. And this is the ultimate gift from the gods to the Republicans mm-hmm. to making them the face of this party is should be the only goal uh, of Republicans right now. Show everybody that, you know what, the choice is between whether it's Donald Trump or Republican senator who, or whoever versus the squad. The other team is the squad. That's who they are. Do you want the squad? The more they can make that point and, and really like show that they are one and the same, uh, it's only to their benefit. All right. Back in a minute. Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor, which we all love because it makes Glenn tolerable-ish, I guess. Uh, He was in a lot of pain, right? He was. And as we know, when you're in a lot of pain, you're not like really well, like even tempered all the time. Yeah, he was miserable uh, (laughs) and a disaster. Um, And it really was a long-term thing with him. Um, And he started taking Relief Factor really at the behest of his wife. Um, who he acts like because he doesn't listen to but does all the time. Hold on. Um, That's because we're always right. 
I would just like to point that out. Mm -hmm. Continue. Um, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but she was in this case, at least. Uh, no, Tanya is uh, very smart, much smarter than Glenn, and uh, told him to take Relief Factor. He did, and after a couple of weeks, really started feeling a difference. And he's been taking it every day now for almost two years. Yeah. Uh, and it's really decreased the pain that he has on a daily basis. He was in a lot more pain than I am. Uh, I was in a lot of pain as well from a car accident, but it's done wonders for me. And I am, you know, I tried pharmaceutical drugs, I tried acupuncture, I tried massage, I tried everything else. Relief Factor is working for so many of us here at Blaze TV. If you are just one of millions of Americans, you live in constant pain, don't do that. Don't do that. Instead, try Relief Factor. See if it works for you. It's 100% drug-free, uh, in case any of you are conservative hippies like me. And uh, you can get the three-week quick start pack right now for $19.95. 70% of the people who try it. Go on to keep ordering more. It's working for that many people. It can work for you. It's worth a shot. You can go to relieffactor.com, get that three-week quick start pack, or you can call 800-500-8384. So uh, more revelations from the New York Times smear campaign against Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, we discussed it yesterday that, you know, they ran this hit piece on him and then had to correct it with an editor's note saying, Oh, oops, by the way, uh, not only did this alleged victim decline to be interviewed, they also do not recall this incident ever happening. Um, <laughs> kind of a, a major detail, mm -hmm. I would think. Um, we find out later that the editors actually, it was not the, the, the writers who made this mistake. The writers actually included it in their draft that they sent to the editors. The editors actually were the ones, they say, who took out the uh, minor detail of, oh, by the way, this alleged victim does not uh, recall this ever happening, which you would think that you would recall a penis being thrust into your hands. But hey, who am I to say? Uh, but can't answer that for you. No But just talking about the effect that this is having on uh, the left-wing media, on Democrat lawmakers who are now calling for this poor man's impeachment. Once again, this guy cannot catch a break. Uh, I want to get into, Stu, I know that you and Glenn talked with John Ziegler on radio this morning, and I want to get into that. But first I want to play, uh, Kamala Harris was interviewed by NPR. And she, you know, she tweeted that he should be impeached. She sat through these hearings. He's a liar. She sat through all the lies. We should impeach him. Um, here is a little bit more of what she had to say to NPR this morning. Both the male classmate who made this allegation against Kavanaugh and the alleged victim declined interviews with the media. The alleged victim reportedly told her friends she does not remember this incident with Kavanaugh happening. Now, you're a former prosecutor. Are you not troubled by a lack of evidence here? Well, I, I, I would um, say that the fact that someone does not remember the details of an incident doesn't mean that there's lack of evidence if there are other witnesses who can establish mm. that the fact occurred. And so totally. I wouldn't say there's no evidence. Um, and, and it is also, I must say, very normal <laughs> for someone, especially someone who has been um, the subject of this kind of behavior, to not be, you know, to not be clear on the details. That's, that's, not... that's not abnormal. It's yeah. worth noting, though, that the the witness has not established that this, in fact, occurred. He was a male classmate of of this woman. Uh, he says it happened, but but no one has proved that it's happened. Does that trouble you? But but you're getting to exactly the point. Mm -hmm. Someone should investigate this. 
because the fact that something has not been proven, it doesn't mean it didn't occur, right? <laughs> so that is a wow. The, That's an airtight an legal argument. Listen. Oh yeah. Kamala Harris murdered my friend. Mm-hmm. I don't have any witnesses. Okay. There's no corroboration. Investigate this. Thank you. And in the meantime, she needs to resign. Yeah. We, they, we need, we need a full fair. hearing. A- absolutely. <laughs> Look, just <laughs> because you don't you. remember the details of it, I mean. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Can I just say mm-hmm. this? I never thought I would applaud NPR <laughs> for giving the New York Times a lesson on how to question somebody. NPR actually just asked legitimate questions of Kamala Harris. I'm, I'm flabbergasted that they did. <laughs> it's a weird world. But I'm we grateful they did, and her answers were so bad. She's a prosecutor. She ought to be ashamed of herself. And the left ought to be ashamed of themselves of what they're doing to Brett Kavanaugh. And the New York Times ought to be ashamed of itself of what it does to journalism. Amen. Yeah, she, I, of all people, should know. I know. This, I mean, look, it's, it's embarrassing, right? Uh, you know, the idea that she comes out and says, hey, you know, uh, you know, it's just because she doesn't know the details. She doesn't know, it's not the details she doesn't know. She, it's anything about this event. It's if the event occurred or not. That's not a detail. Which, by the way, uh, I also went to college, and I can just kind of tell you as the female at the table, uh, a penis gets thrust into my hands. That's not something that I just forget the details. No. Take your really, word for it. That's a thing. I'm I mean, it did. It doesn't. I didn't do it on a daily basis. Good. Okay. Good to hear. So Good it's not hear. like a normalized thing for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Definitely something I'm going to remember. Would seemed- you remember if that happened to you? <laughs> you know, honestly, it happened three times last week. I think. I think I might block it out. HR. I might not remember. HR. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a really terrible argument, and they're just they're latching onto this. There's no way that Kamala Harris believes what she's saying there. And that's the problem. Like, they, she, she's just going for an advantage. Um, you know, there has to be someone who actually knows a crime occurred for the crime to occur. Uh, and if, it, if there's no victim of it, I mean, look, there are exceptions to that, right? Like someone passed out, um, mm-hmm. you know, that is a, an exception to that. Um, you know, there are there are exceptions. And that's kind of the fallback position now. It's like, well, she was drunk. She might not have remembered. Look, you remember that. You're not. It's very rare that someone gets that drunk. And they're still walking around. Yeah. Well, and catching penises in their hands. Apparently, that's (laughs) What's so frightening about this is the fact that you can have one allegation from all the way back when you were in college designed to take Mm -hmm. down a Supreme Court justice. If you think they'll do it to Supreme Court justice, don't think they won't do it to the coworker in the cubicle next to you. Don't think they won't do it to your sister or your brother or yeah, your wife. Ka- Kavanaugh at least has import, you know powerful people defending him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the average person has nothing. Th- this is crazy. Allegations spew throughout the media with no basis of fact whatsoever. We go back to the original allegations. I'd make the same claim that there was no basis of fact, and we're holding hearings on it. All because they hate what Kavanaugh stands for, they hate what President Trump stands for, and they hate conservatism in general. And because they refuse to play by the rules, they'll just cheat. And that's what this is. The idea that people running for president, after hearing that there's no basis for this allegation, would still just go for it and say, you know what, impeach him, get him out of office. I mean, there's no shame involved in that to be able to do that with a straight face. And Kamala Harris knows better. She knows what she's saying is not a legal standard, but she's being a politician, and so she's just going for sound bites. She's going to be, I'm going for women, get Kavanaugh out of there, abortion rights, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, and it's going to work for her. You know, she's desperate. She's falling in her campaign, and that's just the tactic mm-hmm. she's going to use. Yeah. So so the, the lone accuser at this point, right, Max Steyer, who is the one who said, I was at this yes. party and I saw Brett Kavanaugh's friends push his penis into this woman's hand, which You're actually would now in this break. You've said it four times. Which actually wouldn't be uh, Brett Kavanaugh's fault. Mm-hmm. 
it would be his friend's fault, right? So Max Steyer, mm-hmm. who is he, Stowe? The record is six, by the way. I just want to make sure. <laughs> uh, Max Steyer, people, and conservatives have pointed at this out, which is, you know, look, Clinton supporter was a Clinton uh, underling, right? Um, and that's important. But <laughs> take it a little bit deeper here. Think about what this guy was. He was an attorney under uh, Bill Clinton's defense. He was working for Bill Clinton's defense during the Paula Jones trial. Okay, so (laughs) Paula Jones is is accusing the president of exposing himself to Paula Jones. That is like a big part of this allegation. At the same time, on the other side, an underling for in the uh, in the the, you know Ken Ken Starr under Ken Starr is Brett Kavanaugh. So this guy, we're supposed to believe that this guy is in the middle of a case against uh, this against Kavanaugh on the other side of the case. And he's in the middle of defending his guy about supposedly exposing himself to women. The whole time he knows because he saw Kavanaugh at a party do this exact thing and never brings it up to anyone. <laughs> that entire time they're litigating a guy exposing himself uh, in an unwanted fashion. And he just never brings it up to anyone the entire time until now. Like, it is such an implausible allegation that no one should possibly believe it. And the, and the, the problem here is all of the politicians, the AOCs, the Kamalas, all the, the candidates are all out there immediately mm-hmm. taking it as fact before they even know whether the person mm-hmm. has said there's an allegation or not. Just based on one article, let's run with it. And they run with it to uh, as hard as they can, as fast as they can, because they are incentivized to get there first. Imagine if that standard was applied to Ilhan Omar and those allegations. <laughs> oh I mean, that, the double standard There's there is so clear. There yeah. is way more evidence on the Ilhan Omar thing than anything that Kavanaugh has been accused of. Well, and, and meanwhile, uh, buried in that entire story, in this same book that the New York Times is getting this disgusting article from, it says that Leland Kieser... You remember Christine Blasey Ford's childhood friend, Christine Blasey Ford, the one who went in front of Congress, testified in in front of Congress that these things happened, even though she couldn't remember all of the details. She was really sure that they happened. Her childhood friend actually said she did not believe that this testimony passed the sniff test and admitted that she was pressured by Ford's allies and by Ford to change her story and to stop saying that she did not recall it happening, that doesn't get covered. No. Nothing. No coverage of that particular incident. At least by the Times. I did see it, I think, in the, maybe the CBS Post, Washington News Post. I saw. Okay. I saw CBS News was the only one. Of, you know what? It was CBS. Yeah. Right. The, today, this morning mm-hmm. that I saw that had said anything about that. At least somebody. But still, it's, it's unacceptable how, how little coverage is in. So when the latest allegation comes out, I, I get torn about even talking about it, right? Because we really are falling right into mm-hmm. the trap of, well, let's just get everybody talking about it. But then I always come back to the fact that if we don't talk about it, and not a plug for the blaze, but if the blaze isn't talking about it, it, nobody's going to give the other side of the story. And so I feel like we have to be compelled to explain to the masses who don't understand what's going on, this is all false in their lies. You have to talk about it. But boy, there is a part of them that is so happy that we're discussing this right now and that we're taking up time for much more important issues. Yeah. Aaron, last word. Yeah, I mean, they're talking about they want to investigate it more. They need more investigations. How much investigations were there when the confirmation hearing was going on? Exactly. I mean, it, did they not go in depth enough? Why, exactly. If they didn't, why didn't they do it? So there's some responsibility there on the Democrats as well. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. I mean, it's like 
Oh, this makes Deborah Ramirez's account. Don't forget, uh, you just listened to this Omar uh, controversy. It got really complicated. You need a flow chart. Okay, well, as Stu mentioned earlier in the show, you can find a flow chart. You can find it on YouTube, on Glenn Beck YouTube. You can also find it on Blaze TV, which I highly recommend that you go to because not only can you find the Ilan Omar uh, chalkboard special, you can also find the news and why it matters overtime. You can find Steven Crowder. Uh, you can find Eric Bowling. You can find Graham Allen, Chad Prather. We got all the big names under one tent. You can find it all there, and you can save at $10 on your annual subscription if you use promo code NEWS. Uh, as I said, overtime is coming up next. We've got the big breaking story. You guys, you're not going to want to miss this. Uh, President Trump accused of stealing pancakes. How does this not make the A block? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> President Trump accused of stealing pancakes. We have got... We've got an exclusive look at it from Stuber Gear coming up next. <laughs> up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Uh, as promised, the exclusive look at uh, the <laughs> the latest crime President Trump is accused of doing. President Trump is accused of stealing pancakes at a family event. So, in a report published Monday morning by Newsweek, a distant cousin, I want you to keep that in mind, a distant cousin of the president claims that in 2008, Trump visited his late Scottish immigrant mother's childhood home in Scotland and apparently this cousin's husband had just died. And uh, she said, he was here one morning. I was busy making pancakes and he had forgotten my husband had died. He, he put a few pancakes in his pocket and never said cheerio or anything. Is the implication so. that he would, sorry, is the implication <laughs> that he would not have stolen them had he known that her husband had passed? Is that... Obviously. <laughs> you, I mean, you realize someone's husband passed, you, you don't, don't steal, steal the pancakes. pancakes. You know, it's just polite. You know. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> do it. the husband's not there to eat them, so why not take the pancakes? Or why not steal the pancakes, but then you say cheerio, and then it's you're fine. Better. And yeah. then you're fine. If you, Manners is really you put them in the pocket, yeah. you say cheerio, mm. and then you go on your merry way. You think they'd be happy they were such great pancakes that the future president of the United States would steal I've pancakes. never had pancakes that I want to put in my pocket that are so good. <laughs> you know, wow. I've never experienced that. This is the stupidest story. How about, it really how is. about Newsweek, how, fall it's, how far it's fallen? It really I mean, has. I used to read that like as a kid, right? In eighth grade, you used to get the Newsweek okay. or U.S. News and World Report. Newsweek is now nothing more than the Huffington Post. I really mean, it, it's just a, a rag of, of a paper. Well, it's just, I mean, just like the New York Times. It's like every single mainstream media outlet is so rabid, foaming at the mouth to own the cons. Yeah. They I end mean, up publishing Newsweek, this crap. Yeah, Newsweek's at a different level than the Times. I mean, at least the Times occasionally has actual news stories in it. I mean, it's occasional. Occasional. You know, once well, a week. Um, That's the sports section. Yeah, yeah the sports section. Yeah, exactly, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. Um, 
It's a bizarre story. I will say, um, every time I eat pancakes, I think to myself, why don't I eat more pancakes? <laughs> because pancakes are freaking awesome. And, you know, I will. I think this was, like, supposed to be some sort of big critique on the character of Donald Trump. Wes. It's my favorite part of his presidency. I am thrilled that we found out that this is a guy who will walk into somebody's house and take some freaking cakes. Just go for it. Maybe that's why his suits are a little large, because he's always wondering, am I going to need the space to fill it with pancakes? We don't know. And you know what happens? You eat pancakes and you get full too quick and you want more. So you've got to save them for later because you don't want to overstuff yourself. I so it's, it's, it's actually smart. eating in moderation. I love him on this one. It's good planning. I just think there is a really funny visual of Donald Trump in that, with the red tie and the big suit walking around with pancakes falling out of his pockets. I freaking love it. I don't know why. It really makes me laugh. I should make a confession. I was I in know. Cleveland over the summer at my oh future my father-in-law's house. And I stole a cannoli. Oh, my gosh. I put the cannoli right in my pocket. That and then I got messy. it, and then the cream was in the pocket. We're on the air, you know. Well, I want no. I, I, just so no one says I Somebody hit it this. forever. Impeach Grant. Impeach Grant now. Uh, no, but, Aaron, you were saying off air you were judging him because, I mean, hypothetically speaking, these are dry pancakes. Right, and that's the worst part about this because I hope he stole some bottles of water as well if he's going to be eating that much bread. Oh, just you're dry. getting bad pancakes if you, if you, if you yeah. think you, you make good pancakes, pancakes, you don't need a little syrup. bit of syrup, maybe a little butter at least. Maybe they had some butter packets that he put in his pocket or something. Dry pancakes, is that's disqualifying. That's impeachable, I think. <laughs> and, and this is a silly story, right? <laughs> no. But we well, no, should I think point we're getting serious. <laughs> I, I think we're getting serious. <laughs> but we should point out, there is more evidence that Donald Trump stole pancakes than Brett Kavanaugh put his thing into somebody's hand at a party. You can party. just say penis. No, I know, you can't. Can That's we hire Robert it's Mueller? It's actually again? the same amount of evidence. No, I would say at least it's, the woman is saying it's, she's it's, there and it happened. True. Like, the, the woman, the other, believe all women, the right. woman is saying it happened. Oh, that's true. She's the, she's the, the victim direct of the crime. She's actually true. saying it. Excuse me. True. You're right. She's You're the right. survivor, You're not right. the victim. We are not victims here. We are survivors. Survivor. The survivor of the pancake. Look, I like pancakes. Survivor's fine with me. If someone steals them, that's a crime. That's a crime. All right. On a, I guess, more serious note, but also not totally serious. Um, I want pancakes so bad now. That's all I'm thinking about. Well, you're going on vacation, so you can have all the pancakes you want when Mm -hmm. you go on vacation. You think we're losing overtime viewers with the pancakes? I think we're gaining overtime viewers, okay? (laughs) Hashtag pancakes when you post on the story. The Democrats uh, in the House have unanimously passed uh, the Equality Act. No, wait, this says unanimous as House passes bill. Okay, the Democrats were unanimous in passing okay. the Equality Act, which, of course, would make everyone equal. That's all that it's about. Sure. Oh, also, it would force schools to let male athletes compete in girls' sports. Um, eight Republicans also crossed over party lines to vote for the bill. Uh, and, uh, of course, re- let's see, Republican, Florida, Florida Representative Greg Stube? Stube? I don't know him. Introduced a last-minute amendment to the bill that would have preserved Title IX's protections of female athletic teams, but Democrats rejected it. It really Hmm. feels like women are being replaced very quickly by transgenders when it comes to uh, the Democrats' special agenda groups. Like, we are being thrown by the wayside in favor of transgenders. Um, Maybe those keep getting a smaller and smaller target audience and eventually have no voters at all. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. there's too many transgender people. Let's go for the, and, you know, and fill in the group of the day. Two-spirit. Yeah, two-spirit. That's I my like favorite. That. Um, it, this is, comes from, I think, the belief 
and this is the, I think you were doing a Taylor Swift impersonation there. That's what it's, because that's, she said almost exactly that at some uh, award show, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it makes everything equal? It's like, how can you be so stupid? And it's well, like, but it's in the name, Stu. I know. And it's that's called the, the Equality Act. There's this belief, particularly among younger people, that if the government decrees something, it is so. So if we pass the Anti-Racism Act, that means there's no more racism. Right. It's similar to when Michael Scott came out and said, I declare bankruptcy! <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that, you don't declare bankruptcy by declaring it. You have to file it. <laughs> and it's like, that is what these bills are. They're, they're meaningless. I mean, you know, and... This one will have some real negative um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, repercussions because, I mean, sports is, is I like I like the sports like examples. real women aren't going to win anymore? Right, right. yeah. I mean, that's the like, I mean, hello, <laughs> we're just garbage now to the Democrats. <laughs> they're just throwing us yeah. aside for transgender males. Yeah, there are high-level professional women athletes that are saying this is not right. This is not how sports are supposed to be. It's not just men or sexists or bigots who are saying, oh, don't let these transgender people compete. It's a real problem to put mm-hmm. people with male bodies in sports with women. There's just a problem there. But there's a real, like, I mean, because the sports examples are not the most important examples, right? Like, I mean, who, you know, there you could make the argument, well, who cares, honestly? Like, if a guy wants to say he's transgender and he goes and dominates women's sports, who cares? The women would care, the mothers I mean, would care. Yeah. But well, I mean, like, the, the women who train hours and hours and hours, and hours but, to win. Right? But it's sports, right? It's not life and death, right? You could at least make that argument. Um, Stupid sports are life and death. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking like, you know what they are to me. What if someone gets a a woman gets a scholarship to go and compete in a specific sport? Right, but again, we're talking about things that aren't games. They're they're games, and I I love the games. You know, there's no question about it. But it's sports. It just it just shows how ridiculous these things are. Because the other examples that matter are things like people's livelihoods. Mm -hmm. They're people. They're things like people. Their their First Amendment rights are on the line, and no one cares about those things. When it comes to sports, when your daughter's getting her ass kicked by somebody on the basketball court that looks like a lot like a six foot four guy, (laughs) then all of a sudden everyone cares. You, You see this all over the place. Even Democrats rise up when it comes to sports because it's just the most obvious example of how absolutely ridiculous this is. We'll all sit here and be like, oh, well, bathroom? Sure, go in whatever room you want, but God, don't come on the <laughs> women's volleyball. We don't want a boy playing women's volleyball. It is, it's really, it really is silly and backwards, yeah. but it is the, the best way to highlight it. And, I, you know, there is a legitimate reason, right, why you do not want guys who are bigger and stronger and going to play women's sports. There is no reason to have a Best Actor and Best Actress award. Hollywood is so enlightened. Why can't the female actresses compete against the male actresses and you just pick one? Call them all actors. That's what they all say anyway. Mm -hmm. And they should all be in those sorts of things. There's no excuse for. And they do, and you'll notice they hold on to those well, traditions because they want their stuff. Yeah. This goes back to the beginning of the show when we said that they're hypocrites mm-hmm. and liberals yes. are hypocrites. Mm-hmm. So they have actors and actors, best actor, best actress. Just take the gun issue. Look at Hollywood and the amount of firearms they use in movies. Oh. And I love firearms in movies. Don't get me wrong. But do not try to preach to take mine away and then go make millions of dollars off them. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, Aaron, last word. Yeah, this is something that's hard to speak out against. <clears throat> Sorry, hard to speak out against because it's called the Equality Act, and so when you speak out against it, people automatically just you're say, well, yeah, well, maybe. You're but, a sexist. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> That's no, what they say, yeah. yeah I mean, it's but like, it's an easy attack, and so it's hard to speak up. As soon as you speak up, you get crushed down because you're just another conservative who doesn't want equality for LGBT people mm-hmm. or whatever the case might be, and that's just not accurate. I mean, I will say, props to the Democrats because they always seem to find a way to get that effective messaging in there. 
right? Like the equality yeah. app. That sounds yeah, both, great. And they know that, that the average American yeah. is not going to look into the details. They're going to listen to Taylor Swift be yeah. like, it just means everyone's equal. Look, there's a lot of Patriot Act and Freedom Act yeah. and stuff like that on the right, too. I mean, everything. No one brands their stuff with nasty names. Like the Nazi party put a swastika on its flag, but it wasn't evil at the time. Right? Like everyone was like, oh, that's a very nice symbol of love. And then we see how that turns out. Everyone tries to promote to their s- thing as positive. To as credit, do. though, the Democrats are much better at that. So good at it. I mean, especially when it comes to abortion, too. It's like, well, no, you're just pro-choice. You just believe in a woman's right to choose. And how could you deny that woman the right to choose what happens to her own body? It's like they're so good at changing the narrative to fit their uh, their intent. It's terrifying. Uh, All right. Yesterday's poll, (laughs) which 2020 Democrat is the most fake? Scientific poll here. Apparently... Robert Francis O'Rourke wins. 57% said Robert Francis O'Rourke is the most fake. 32%. (laughs) 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 We're almost done. Could you just give me a minute? Uh, 32% said Kamala Harris. Uh, 6% said Pete Buttigieg. Interesting. 5% said Joe Biden. Stu, do you agree with these very scientific results? Yeah, you know, Buttigieg and Harris I could go back and forth on, but other than that, I'm, 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 I'm with them on this poll. I mean, Buttigieg, you think Buttigieg is comparable to Harris when it comes fakeness? to fakeness? Yeah, you ever see him talk about his faith? Well, yes. I mean, gosh, it's agonizing. Mm. It's agonizing. Have you ever seen any- Have you ever seen Kamala Harris laugh, though? I have seen Kamala Harris laugh. Every laugh yeah, I know. is not it's, real. It, it, it's, uh, it's always over. She's an over laugher. Everything she says is scripted. Yes. Yeah, very much. Robert Francis was a clear winner. Though. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's his I'm surprised name. Warren wasn't on the list. I know. I didn't. I didn't have a. I didn't have a say over. All of the and above Booker. would have been great. Oh my god. Oh, Booker Spartacus. Yeah, Booker. Oh man, we need we, we need like twenty five options. Uh, and put them all on I don't there, think so. they have that on Twitter. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't have that on Twitter, but I'll, I'll fix it. <laughs> Today's poll: What Democrat policy is most destructive to America? The Green New Deal, open borders. Late-term abortion or socialism? <laughs> wow, those are, <laughs> that is tough. The po- wow, the which, policy. I mean, first Democrat of all, you policy? take a, you got to take. You're only considering two here, which is uh, which would be the Green New Deal and socialism, because the Green New Deal has all the other policies in it. Right. I mean, it has open borders, open borders. in it. It has all. More Does it, have late, it doesn't have late term abortion, though. It has abortion for Does it? poor people. Yeah, Isn't it has what, like money uh, for. Yeah, I, I would say though. The thing that all has all of it in it is socialism. Yeah, socialism inca- inca- encapsulates all. This is all. why we're great together, because you think <laughs> just like I do. Socialism is the get-out-of-jail-free yeah. card for this question, because yes. it encapsulates everything, every one of, every, every one of them. Yeah, Aaron. It made a great argument, but I'm just going to separate myself and say abortion. It's the literal taking of lives. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, That's, I, I agree with you guys. Well, it is hard when the discrepancy is made late-term abortion. I'm like, Literal oh. abortion, by the way, partial it's birth not. abortion, is already illegal in yeah. this country. It was passed with George W. Bush uh, back in the day. They've just found now procedures to go around the spirit of the law and get to the technical legality of the law to, proceed, to go ahead with them anyway in certain states. Uh, it's really bad. But again, it is very few uh, that, you know, it's, 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 and I say very few, thousands. A terrible, terrible thing. But, uh, you know, socialism's killed a lot more than that. I mean, 100 million in, in a century. Uh, or less. So uh, you got to go with socialism, I think. I was listening to Glenn earlier, and he, he quoted Thomas Jefferson. And he said, Thomas Jefferson has said, have great faith in the American people to make the right decision. I think when you look at all of this, if you have faith in the American people, 
there's not a lot of late-term abortion going on in yeah. large numbers. Mm -hmm. So I have faith there. Socialism still is my choice, though, because I still have faith the American people are going to disregard that. You do? I do. Oh. I do. I want to have faith, but I just, I read the, the polling and I worry that there's such a disconnect between what Americans think socialism is and what socialism actually is, that they're going to sign on to this and not even realize what they're signing on to. I am hopeful that the values that America was founded on are really ingrained in us as a people. And not every nation across this world can handle freedom and democracy like we can, like America can. And I think we overcome all this in the end. I really do. Well, I appreciate the yeah. optimism. <laughs> uh, let us know what you think, which Democrat policy is the most destructive to America by going to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Stu, tell everyone where they can find you while you're on vacation. Um, to bother you. Nowhere. Uh, and Are you I sure? tweet out the location. Probably not online or anything. <laughs> no. so, uh, yeah, I'm going to the beach. So look, look, just walk up and down the coastline. You'll find me. I'll tweet where he is. Okay, Thank thanks. you. <laughs> like the latitude and longitude. We'll get it to you guys. We know you want to, uh, to find him at all times. Uh, but seriously, have a good vacation. Thank you guys for being here. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow. <laughs> get a poll about pancakes. Oh, no, what are the pancakes? I'm going to stop at IHOP and Wait. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.